0: You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils Podcast. So exciting to have you here with us. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. It's gonna be a great one. My name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of this podcast. If you haven't done so already, follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. On today's show, Head coach David Cutcliffe talks about fall camp. He updates the second scrimmage for Duke, as we are now eight days away from Duke football kicking off their season versus Charlotte. Also, the football captains have been named for Duke, and we'll also talk about women's soccer for our Duke Blue Devils. All of that coming up right here today on the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast, as you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Coming up tomorrow, as we announced on social media and yesterday on the program, Dick Vitale from ESPN will be on our show tomorrow. It is an outstanding conversation with Dickie V that you don't want to miss, so make sure you're on the lookout for that when it hits your podcast feed tomorrow on Friday. Leave us a five-star rating and review on the podcast as well. That means a whole lot. When you take the time to do something like that, without further ado, let's get into today's show. Duke football has concluded their second scrimmage of fall camp. Let's listen to the head coach and hear what he had to say.
1: Blending a little bit of camp, a little bit of preparation for an opponent. You are—it's uh, an interesting time of year. You are blending a little bit of camp, a little bit of preparation for an opponent you are um, getting a little bit of your legs back because you're facing 10 days nine days whatever it is out to play in a game at the same time trying to fundamentally uh, get work Uh, we basically practice today what we do on a Thursday of game week what we will do a week from today um, which will be our Thursday because we play on Friday. And I thought the concentration was good. Um, we, we put a lot of different situations in on both sides of the ball and the kicking game. And uh, you're just trying to grow toward becoming game ready, all the while still being in camp and trying to get better. So we're, we're, we're kind of winding toward that too deep. Um, it's an interesting team. I will say this: there, I've used the word competition, and it's real at positions. There's a lot of people that are working hard to to earn some playing time, and I think we're going to play a, a higher number of people than we normally have played. We'll see, but uh, that's what it looks like right now. So I'll take your questions. Yeah, I, I think um, you know the the second scrimmage was better on both sides of the ball. I thought our offense took it to heart to take care of the ball better. Um, The offense needed to be challenged to create more explosives. We were able to do that in this scrimmage. Um, Defensively, I wanted to see us tackle better, and we did, Uh, at times much better. Uh, looking to try to create more havoc plays, in other words, tackles for losses. And we had some key sacks and uh, we also worked on some field position football, which in other words, putting the defense on the field, trying to force a punt and create field position. And a lot of situation things I thought we handled well. Uh, Still was concerned with too many penalties. Uh, thought our ACC crew did a good job and I told them to call it tight and they did and we all know that penalties get you beat particularly early in the season and um, we grew a little closer toward kind of figuring out the two deep and that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, I, I don't think any coach would ever say you want you're where you want to be in the preseason the preseason, is, is unique in the fact that we have 25 practices before we play uh, these days. We have no two a days. You know, we used to talk to a veteran coach that goes back to two weeks of two a days in preparation and no limited number of practices. And so you've kind of had to learn that balance that you're talking about. I would say this, and this is what I tell our coaches: if if we're having very mental, mental, very many mental errors this time of year, then we're doing too much. You may not be able to do as much as you would like under the circumstances. Um, we shouldn't be having a lot of busted assignments. So you're not only measuring what the players you're knowing, you're measuring what we're teaching, and. Um, it's it's an interesting thing in 25 days uh, And that's counting the day before the first game when I say 25 it's not 25 in camp So uh, interesting challenge and I, I like where we are Because I like our spirit. I think we do know what we're doing for the most part. Now. We got to do it really well well um, because of somewhat of inexperience um, compared to other positions the defensive front has got to you know have some younger people step up and I think we can uh, quarterback again the number of snaps represented at that position isn't very many and they've got to show that they can do it in a game and you know Gunners our starter and I think he's the work he's getting is making a huge difference but you know you got to go out there and do it in a ball game and you know, the, the rest of it is just, um, again, the consistency is at every position is always a concern. Uh, but I, I like where we are um, from a competitive standpoint. They know they've got to perform well to be on the field it, it really every position we've got. He's, he's running, but, you know, we haven't practiced him yet. And the last thing I'm going to do is even question that at this stage. When they come to me and say, hey, coach, he's ready to practice. I've learned through the years it's not a good practice for a coach to go in and over and over and ask, is he ready, is he ready? And I I trust our medical people and, and nobody knows how Gary feels better than Gary does. He's real upbeat and real positive, and uh, he's done a good job managing his weight, but I still don't know. I, I don't. I wouldn't call it doubtful. I would just say I don't know. Well, uh, I, I tell you, you know, we're rotating guys in there. We're rotating, of course, Dwayne's a stalwart, and we're rotating Christian Rory, Aeneas Peoples, Jamion Franklin. We're working Ron Carr in and out over some on defense, and so it's a a work in progress. We got some of our bigger ends, Ben Fry could go in there if he had to. Uh, So there's a lot of ways that one of the the good parts about, if there is a good part about having a player out when it's, but the good part is it's not long term. But the other good part of it is, is it makes you look at contingencies and makes you focus and work on other people and that's a good way to get better. Yeah, I mean, tight end, we are, uh, just to answer those specific questions, Matt Smith and Cole Finney and Nicky Dalmolin are really talented people, and Matt's played a lot of football. So he is experienced in it. Linebacker uh, Saeed's played a lot. Uh, Dorian Mausi has played more than you would uh, think. Uh, last year, we've got, you know, Couple of transfers in that have played a lot of football. I love our competition there. And uh, what was the other one you asked about? Like running. Yeah, uh, we're talented there. I'm, I feel good about where we are at running back. You feel good you? Yes, I do. Two, threes, and maybe fours there. We got some ability at that position. Okay. <laughs> No, I think it's pretty close to who's a two, but it could change. That's the beauty of it. Uh, That's going to be an ongoing thing and and theme that don't get comfortable. You know, we have a lot of good athletes on this team. We're really young. Uh, We have, um, I think it's uh, 50 first and second year players on this team, and so a lot of youth, a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of speed it's, it's been good and in both lines of scrimmage we have some some people that are competing to play. Not, not yet you know and the four game rule allows us to get into the season and look at it before you make any final decisions, which that's been a helpful addition. To, to be honest with you, and then you also you you may think you're redshirting someone, and then you get banged up in the kicking game, and you got four games later in the year to use a, a guy. I'm really pleased with this freshman class. Really pleased. Really pleased with last year's freshman class. Um, so you know that that group um, got a lot of athletes that could see the field. Yeah, I just want to see what I would call pristine execution. You know, knowing what to do is only a part of it. Knowing why you're doing it and how to do it. Mainly the biggest thing is the why. If you have a team that really understands why you're, what the concept is and why you're doing it and why you have to execute it a certain way, that's when your best football teams kind of come together. And uh, so we're really focusing on that. I just talked with them about it as a team Uh, this morning. It's just all those little things. And and if I know why a coach is asking me to do something, I'm going to do it with a lot more energy and do it really better. And I've always believed in that teaching. And I think that's what you got to get to right here before playing it. Friday night, we're going to work a lot of situations and I'm going to be evaluating Players, coaches, everybody is to seeing why we're doing what we're doing. I can step back and look at it, and that would probably be the biggest theme for me.
0: Coach Cutcliffe seems to be ready for the football season right around the corner as we just heard a moment ago, and it's good to hear him say, look, the second scrimmage was better than the first one. We'll continue improving until we get into game competition next week versus Charlotte. Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we talk about the newest captains for the Duke football team right here on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show is brought to you by our friends over at betonline.ag. It is that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the latest odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at Online. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's brand new. That is brand new from our friends over at BetOnline. If you use promo code LOCKEDON and sign up today, you receive a 100% welcome bonus. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo and make a bet on Thursday, September 9th season opener between the Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports, from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all these great offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Remember to use promo code LOCKEDON. Duke football has announced their three captains for the 2021 football season. Jake Bobo, Dwayne Carter, Gunnar Holmberg named three captains by their peers and the coaching staff to represent the Duke football team this upcoming season. Jake Bobo, of course, the wide receiver out of North Andover, Massachusetts. 52 receptions in his career for 647 yards and two touchdowns. I think Jake Bobo's going to have a very big year here for Duke. We heard him in press conference settings last week right here on this podcast talking about the chemistry that he has developed with Gunnar Holmberg at that position at the wideout spot. They've worked together since they both came in around the same time and were working on the scout team. Now they're going to be the stars of this Duke football team going into 2021. Dwayne Carter is another captain for Duke football. He represented the Blue Devils at ACC Media Days. ACC kickoff, he's out of Pickerington, Ohio. The sophomore has played in 14 career games, 12 tackles, three tackles for loss, and one sack. So this is a little bit of a surprising one for outsiders, I'm sure, because it's like, hey, this guy's going into his sophomore year. He's only played 14 games in his career, and he's already being named a captain. Well, that just shows you how much his teammates respect him and what he means in the locker room. To that team. And then finally, Gunnar Holmberg, a captain for the Duke football team, our quarterback out of Wake Forest, North Carolina. In his career, 18 for 25, 161 yards, two interceptions thrown. He's got 24 carries for 28 yards and one rushing touchdown. Jake Bobo, Dwayne Carter, Gunnar Holmberg, our captains for the Duke football team. Not surprised by any of these. If there was a surprise, it would be that somebody like Mateo Durant, not selected to be a captain. That's okay, though, because Mateo is still absolutely going to be a big part of Duke's offense going into this upcoming season. Let's take one more break. When we come back, we talk about Duke women's soccer right here on the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. Today's show was brought to you by our friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything that you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On Blue Devils in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Welcome back into the podcast. It is Locked on Blue Devils, and my name is JJ Jackson. I'm the host of the show. Duke soccer has started their season, both men's and women's. Want to take a little bit of time to talk about the women's soccer program. Surprise, surprise, a Duke athletic team is elite. That's right. Once again, a top 10 Duke women's soccer team tested right out of the gates. This past weekend, they competed in the 2021 Carolina Nike Classic. It was at UNC. Later in the season, we'll have the 2021 Duke Nike Classic, where a lot of the top teams from around the country come to a common spot, a neutral site, and compete against one another. Number six Duke took on number 13 Arkansas, won that game three to one. Number six Duke then took on number nineteen Washington and won that game by a score of two to one. As head coach Robbie Church is in his 21st year leading the Blue Devils. Outstanding, the longevity and that sort of thing, but it also. Gives you greater appreciation for Coach K. I mean, Coach K has doubled that. 21 years is a long time to be at one place. Coach K, 21 times 2, 42. And Coach K is going into his 42nd year with the Blue Devils. It's just unheard of. But uh, no, the Suke women's soccer team is really good. 2-0 already with two top 20 wins under their belt versus number 13, Arkansas, versus number 19, Washington. Washington, the Sunday game, it was tied until the 88th minute and Mackenzie Pluck scored a goal for Duke. It was a penalty kick uh, that she also was able to score versus Arkansas, so two goals already this season for Pluck. She had the assist on the first goal in the Washington game, so she's been awesome. This Duke soccer team has nine starters back, including the goalkeeper, Ruthie Jones, who we've discussed. Of course, the younger sister of Daniel Jones. Her brother, Bates Jones, is now on the basketball team. She had three saves versus Washington, one versus Arkansas. 13 career wins now in net for Ruthie Jones. Duke wins 2-1 to one over number 19 Washington. Let's take a listen to what Coach Robbie Church had to say after it.
2: First of all, today you got to give some credit to the University of Washington. You know, they had a t- tough one on Thursday at Carolina. A lot of people have a tough one in Chapel Hill with it too. And they bounced back. And we knew they would, you know, they're, they're a nationally ranked team. They went to the Sweet 16s last year. Uh, Nicole and her staff do a really, really good job. So the way they wanted to come home and go 0 and 2 and go back with it too, and they and I thought they played great. I thought they played really really hard. Um, you know, I thought for us we just were not in sync as much as we have been in maybe the last three or four games. And I think a lot has to go for Washington. Um, you know, we all know about Sunday afternoons are tough at 12 o'clock. Jump back coming back on Thursday, but I tell you, I'm really really impressed with this group coming. You know, give up a goal, come back get a goal, get a goal. The goals were scored on beautiful goals. Nice runs, good slip balls, balls, nice finish with P- balance in there, finishing. So as you say, you know, five goals, two games, nationally ranked we've given up too many goals that's you know and they've been soft goals it hasn't been like they scored a lot of really good goals on them i mean we let the ball bounce we didn't clear the ball and you know they finished so we got work to do i mean we can you know just because we look look like 2-0 nationally right we got work to do we got to get better and um you know we got to handle these situations we got to vanderbilt next sunday it's going to in two o'clock in the afternoon it's going to be very very similar to to this so you know, I think, but I think it's a great learning lesson. I think we grew from the weekend playing both of these teams. I think we're going to grow, but I think we also we got to get back to the training field, video room, and us, you know, make sure we don't have these breakdowns continue. Touching on those defensive issues. It's a new back line this year. Yeah, is exactly. um, that the wing backs play a little bit higher, so there's much, help. Yep, yep, um, all for sure. Down. What are the adjustments there? What's what's sort of you know, I, I think, again, it's, it's, you know, we have to find a better rotation on Thursday and, you know, maybe get more people in there on Thursday and that, that, you know, than, than play because we had some tired legs, some tired minds. we wasn't only tired, you know, the legs and the minds. We didn't think quick. We didn't – Thursday we thought quick and we played quick. Today we played slow. We played like the heat out here. The game was slow. We played slow. Um, you know, we, would, we didn't – you know, we're usually really good with our first touches and we're good on the ball. We didn't have the quality that we usually have on the ball. Um, but, you know, again, Washington did something, had something to do with that. So I think, you know, we have to just, we, we got to realize that, hey, we got to be a little bit more prepared. And we, I think, we as coaches have to do a better job on Sunday with them, too. And we have to, you know, make sure that we realize that, you know, what, what has got us where we are, the plane we are, the work off the ball. And the work, uh, when we have possessions, I work off the ball. We didn't have the movement of the running off the ball that we've had before. And then also the work. When we're out of possession, to the work off the ball, too. I didn't think we worked as hard out of possession um, as we had the other the other days, too. Washington, you talked to the Speed
0: 16.
2: At that game they held UNC the scoreless for yep. what, like 70 minutes. Yep. Defensively, very sound. Very sound. Goalkeeper played very well today. And you guys broke through for a lot of ch- you got the first goal and a lot of chances in the first half. For sure. What was it that you? What is it that you were able to present today that sort of wasn't that they don't normally give up? I, I, I think the the quickness of our two front runners, especially Mac Pluck and Michelle, their movements off the ball caused some trouble, as it did on the last goal. Um, The ability to beat them with dribble, we have a number of people can beat players, beat players off the dribble. You know, Tess, you bring Gracie in, you bring, uh, you know, a number of our players is able to break people down off the dribble, and then the movement off the ball, the slashing forward runs, and us finding the seams to play the ball. So I think that gave them a lot of trouble. That gives anybody, that's a a hard formula. If you get that continued good timing of the runs, being able to slash the balls, you know, making slashing runs and delivering at the right pace, at the right time, it's going to give anybody a really hard time.
0: Gotcha. And then,
2: and then just touching on Mac. Clark, like, yep. I saw. I, I, I mean, I saw. We saw this play against Santa Clara a couple years yep. ago. Yep. But we're going from last year. The two missed goals against Florida State and yep. fall. Yep. She's a sophomore in the spring. Yep. What's What's the progression between then and now like? This. Mac Clark's a senior. This is how she needs to play. She has very much. She has a great deal of talent, and we've talked to her about that. She knows yeah. that. And we need her to play like this. This is the we and we need her to be consistent. Play game in and play game out like, like this. And she is very right now she's playing at a very, very high level. And you know, we're gonna need that all year. And she'll she'll be there for us all year. We're we're very, very happy where she is and she's in a good place. You know, she's in a good place. And, you know, she's scoring goals and creating goals.
0: That dude's awesome. I love how he always takes time with reporters to really break down the game and let you know how Uh, He sees the game play out. Also, at the beginning, it kind of makes you think, wait, did Duke win this game or not? Because he was pretty critical. But then it's like, oh, wait, they still won against a top-20 opponent. That's awesome. Robbie Church right there, the head coach for Duke women's soccer. Tonight, Duke is back in action. They take on Western Carolina from the campus of Duke University. 7 o'clock Eastern time. You can watch it on the ACC Network Extra. Our friend Chris Edwards, the Duke women's basketball play-by-play announcer and baseball Will be on the call for the ACC network alongside Ryan Craig. Duke and Western Carolina have played one time before in their history. Duke won that meeting by a score of one to nothing back in 2006. Good luck to the Blue Devils tonight. That'll wrap up today's edition of the Lockdown Blue Devils podcast. Thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure when you take the time to do that. Follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Any questions you've got that you want to submit for the Mailbag Monday edition of this podcast, be sure to do that, LockedOnBlueDevils at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each and every day. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.